0: Hello and welcome to The Singlehood Podcast, an upbeat and honest podcast where we talk about living beyond the singles box. This is a safe space to deep dive into the thrills and challenges of being a single young adult. I am branching out to do a couple segments on purity and sexuality. I feel like as singles, these are topics that we grapple with, and in my own experience, these are subjects that often don't get talked about in the church setting. This platform will not be discussing personal views surrounding the church's stance toward purity and sexuality, but it is my heart to be a resource to those inside the church and outside of the church. These are delicate topics, and the views and stance are coming from one person's perspective. I welcome your comments and feedback as I delve into these topics. And if you have young children, know that the following podcast will be addressing sex and sexuality. So as a follow-up to my latest episode on purity, I wanted to get into the more practical side of how to have purity, maintain purity as a single adult. And I think that that is a challenge for probably many of us it, in the society and the culture that we live in, um, especially surrounding sexual purity. And I will make a distinction here because as I have said previously, I believe that purity is so much more than uh, the sexual aspect, that it, it extends to all aspects of life, relationships, work. It's about having integrity and about having the same Morals and values across the board, but I really want to get into the nitty-gritty more specific aspect of sexual purity today because it is something That our society And our culture does not value and does not uphold and it is so easy to be belittled to be slandered to be shamed to be teased having sexual integrity and I think another side to this is as singles and as we get older it is really hard to maintain sexual purity Um, so I wanted to share with some of the things that have helped me along this journey and along this process and I think one of the things is developing a definition of purity something where you stop and ask yourself what does purity mean to me and why and what value do I place on purity and really going through the specifics the nitty gritty does that just extend to sexual purity does that and what else does that involve does it involve anything else because I think that when you have a why when you have something that you can get behind it is much easier to stand up for that and to value that when a lot of uh, the culture is going against that grain or when you get pushback i would say so that's really important and if you haven't listened to my previous episode i strongly encourage you to do that because i really dive into the definition and the broader sense of what i see as purity um, so anyway developing your purity definition is really helpful and um, i think something else that is helpful is having a strategy or of things that you can do when you struggle with purity something that I think gets brushed aside a lot is the fact that you won't struggle and you will, we all struggle. We are humans. We struggle. I struggle. And I don't think that it's helpful to ignore the struggle or to try to push that aside um, or to not deal with it. I think that it's something that needs to be brought to the open and something that can be dealt with. And maybe some of those things are reaching out to friends saying, like, hey, I'm having a hard day. I'm really struggling today. Will you pray for me? Will you? Can we talk? Um, But maybe it's running. Maybe it's drawing and moving, having physical um, stimulation. Maybe it's baking. Um, which baking, side note, I find very interesting, is one of the rare things that involves all of your senses. Well, all of your main senses. There are a lot of secondary senses, senses like your sense of time, your sense of balance. But the main senses, taste, touch, smell... Site that sort of thing. Baking involves all of those at one time, and so I think that's a really great idea to be able to engage your senses kind of all at once. Um, But that's just a side note. So yeah, like I encourage you to take the time to find those things. Maybe it is a diversion for your mind, or maybe it's putting your whether it's desires, your, your sexual desires, your sexual angst, whatever it is, like having a healthy channel for that. And I think in that, it, it's healthy because it's enabling you to have a positive channel for that. And it doesn't bring on the shame or the guilt or the negative feelings surrounding having a sexual desire, which is not bad at all, by the way. But I think when you can tie that to something positive, that it really helps you to see your desire in a good light. Um, So that would be another thing, is coming up with the things that you have when you struggle. And another thing that I recently thought about as... Maybe a secret to having a pure mind because I think a lot of stuff starts with the mind And that is the hardest uh, place to change but Science is showing that the mind can be changed that there are ways to literally change the way that you think And the channels in your brain and so one of the things that has helped me when I date is asking God to give me his thoughts about the guy that I date um, Or the guys that I date or even myself because I think we all know that it's very easy when you are in relationship or just alone whatever by yourself to Have sexual thoughts or desires and like I said, that's not a bad thing like the desire in itself is not a bad thing But I think sometimes it requires re-channeling the brain to have healthy thoughts. And so for me, that was giving, asking God to give me his thoughts about the guys that I date. Because if you think about it, we as humans, I can't remember the statistics, but within a single hour, we think a lot of thoughts. I'll just say that. And in the same way, God thinks thoughts about us. The Bible says that we, God's thoughts for us are more than the grains of the sand. And if you think about going to a beach and you see sand and you think about every single grain and then you think about the ocean where you're you're looking out over the ocean and then you think about every beach in the entire world and every ocean in the entire world that the grains of the sand don't even come close to the thoughts that God thinks about us. So all that to say, if God thinks that many thoughts about the person that I'm dating, then surely He can give me one of those thoughts to think about that guy. Um and, and I think in that it can be something to change the channel in my brain or to redivert my thoughts in my brain. And I know for me, Sometimes when I even think like, wow, God thinks that many thoughts about him. Then I just pause in awe about the fact that God thinks those thoughts. So it's like thinking about thinking about the thoughts that God has for somebody. And that's been a really healthy diversion. So I would encourage you to do that. Um, And so that, yeah, that is all that I have for today. I would love to hear more of your thoughts and ideas, and you can drop a voice memo to me or reach out on my website, purposefulsinglelife.com, and there's a place where you can connect directly with me on there as well. But that's all I have for today, and I will be back on again here soon.